the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Final hour of the week. We will not be here tomorrow on Good Friday. Encourage you to uh, attend a service that authentically uh, reflects on the death of Jesus Christ and then the joy of his resurrection on Sunday morning. It's always a joy, although a little less, and I don't think you'll care if I say that, a little less to converse with my buddy Jack Windsor from the OhioPressNetwork.com, fellow believer and a crusader for truth, as I uh, certainly hope I am as well. Jack, thanks for joining us today on a Thursday instead of on a Friday. Hey, Bruce, thanks for having me. It's always an honor to be here with you and the listeners. Thanks for choosing me. All right, so let's get the Trump fallout out of the way. You, like me, see this for what it is, a reflection of the left's um, ongoing assault on the rule of law. Uh, I hope Trump can be disciplined enough to take the focus off his own personal, um, you know, issues with it and do a good job framing, which would be accurately framing, the threat that if they're doing this to me, they will eventually do it to you if they are allowed to do it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really scary because uh, what Donald, Donald Trump is enduring, he's able to financially fight. Mm-hmm. The challenge uh, I think people have is if you're not a multimillionaire or a billionaire, you really just kind of don't stick your neck out anymore, right? Because who has the money to fight these legal battles? I'm going to give you two quick sides to this Trump story, and uh, you know I'm editorializing here. Uh, but number one, Alvin Bragg obviously is a man on a mission. I don't care what any fact checker says. Uh, his campaign was funded by a million dollars um, from the George Soros. Now, it did go through a PAC, um, but I don't give a rip uh, for someone to tell me that that has nothing to do with it. Uh, is just insane. And so um, to me, it is absolutely a political hit job. Uh, There's some stacking going on. They have 34 counts, and uh, they're saying that it was hush money, but they're not really clearly defining what what crime he was trying to cover up. And by the way, uh, I don't think that they can prove or have proven or will prove that there were campaigns, campaign funds involved. I think what it is is it's designed to drag Donald Trump through the mud. And then let me get to that second point. I think they know that there's nothing that's going to stick. I think, and this is going to sound like a conspiracy, but I think the left actually wants people to get riled up and angry, and they want Donald Trump to win the primary over Ron DeSantis because Donald Trump is beatable in a general election against Joe Biden. Um, Ron DeSantis isn't at this point. Yeah, I would agree with that, too, although I said yesterday uh, that a lot can happen between now and then. Uh, we have an economic mm-hmm. recession. Gas prices go to $5 a gallon. Joe Biden stumbles off a stage, uh, says what we all know are his own uh, oft-stated, though always hidden, uh, racist uh, comments. If he says something like mm-hmm. that in a presidential debate or something, there is a lot of ways this could go wrong for Democrats and they could get Donald Trump in the White House. 
But I would like to believe that um, a Republican who could be elected president would be tactical in beating back what you and I both see as a campaign by the Department of Justice against parents, a threat to our education. Um, And in Ohio, we see this. I mean, I always know whether I should be on one side or the other by the assessment of who is on a particular side. And this bill in the Ohio General Assembly that, and we've discussed it before, the one that would essentially mandate teaching some authentic American history, uh, but I think it's Jerry Serino is the guy who is pushing it. The Dispatch and other editorial uh, entities in the state of Ohio, uh, not a single op-ed from anybody supporting this legislation. Everybody is against it. And I can tell if the people who I see against it are against it, then I know that I should be for it. What is the objection? Tell us about Jerry Serino's bill, what it would do, and um, maybe that'll tell us why everybody's against it in the positions of media influence. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the quick summary of Jerry Serino's bill is it really holds uh, institutions of higher education, so Ohio universities and colleges, accountable. Uh, It makes sure um, that professors um, still have to, even if they're tenured, uh, go through the rigors if there is any type of complaint. It makes sure that there is a separation between universities and communist China, not Chinese people, which is how the left and mainstream media outlets spin it. Uh, it ensures that things like diversity, inclusion, and equity, which you and I both know is a nefarious, nefarious uh, effort from progressives to separate the minds of our youngsters from uh, traditions, from their families, and from their faith um, so that they can rely on the government. But uh, it, would, it would not allow colleges and universities to require diversity, equity, and inclusion training. Uh, and, you know, there are some other things uh, like rewriting your mission statement, so on and so forth. And, of course, uh, the left is, is having a heyday with this because they're saying that essentially that, uh, oh, and the biggest one, I forgot, uh, it would require the teaching of an American history class in such documents like the Federalist Papers, uh, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, uh, and, of course, uh, the letter from Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, from jail. So those are really important things that this bill would do. And, of course, uh, the people on the left who hate America hate this bill. Yeah, no doubt about it. And there's ample evidence out there that uh, many on the left hate America. Our guest is Jack Windsor. The Ohio Press Network dot com is their website. Go become a subscriber. Learn the actual news, not the news as it is filtered through a leftist prism. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack Windsor. And I do follow you on Twitter. And, of course, after the Nashville school shooting, we got the predictable, uh, you know, hue and cry from the left that guns, 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 guns. We've got to take guns away. And it's not just the national um, pundits who do it. It's also uh, elected officials here in the state of Ohio, including House uh, Minority Leader Allison Russo, who you got into a little bit of a uh, Twitter thing with. I don't know if she responded to you because you just called her out for her partisanship. No, she won't respond. Neither will Casey Weinstein. Uh, Both of them are extremely disingenuous. And what they're doing is they're trying to pit, uh, you know, the love for the Second Amendment against uh, the love for our kids. I love both. And it's really crazy for someone to purport that I care more about guns than I do my daughter. The reality is I care more about good public policy. And what makes good public policy is robust public debate. Now, Alison Russo, Casey Weinstein, and everybody on the left, they want to talk about 
stricter gun laws. They want to talk about, um, you know, limiting certain types of magazines, having waiting periods, making gun owners carry liability insurance, so on and so forth. But when you really dive in and you look at the information, those things would not move the needle forward for what they're hoping to do. There are some really, there are some certain things we can do. We can actually enforce laws. We can take care of the mental health crisis that we have going on. And spoiler alert, uh, some policies that have come out of the Democratic Party have a lot to do with that. I hate, I hate to ruin everybody's Thursday. Uh, but those two don't want to have robust public dialogue um, because what they want to do is they want to do drive-by insults, which is what they do on Twitter and Facebook, yep. and try to ridicule everyone who opposes um, their gun legislation that would not work. Yeah, absolutely true. Jack Windsor, our guest, theohiopressnetwork.com. Follow Jack on Twitter, at Jack Windsor. And uh, you're ready for your big uh, Bruce Hooley show fill-in duties in about 10 days? Man, I am. I'm happy. I'm nervous. I'm excited. Uh, I'm game planning in my mind uh, who we're going to bring on and what we're going to do. We're going to have a lot of fun. I can tell you that. Yeah. uh, Jack will be hosting for me on April 18th, 19th and 20th. And I'm excited about that. And uh, we're very fortunate to have him. So I appreciate you doing that and standing in for me. Uh, Now, uh, you will be a very, very, very close approximation to me, I know. But Dylan Mulvaney is not a close approximation or even a remote approximation of an actual woman. But that doesn't drive corporate America away. In fact, though, Jack, it seems to be attracting corporate America. In the last couple of days, we found out Bud Light is uh, cool with being affiliated with Dylan Mulvaney, the transgender uh, activist. And now Dylan Mulvaney is hawking sports bras for Nike. Man, uh, you know, in, in the final days, what is good will be called evil, mm-hmm. and what is evil will be called good. I, I think we're smack dab in the middle of it, Bruce. And look, here's the bottom line. If somebody wants to play make-believe, they have every right in the world to do that, particularly if that person is an adult. What that person does not have the right to do, in my mind, is to push that agenda on my children or to make other people play make-believe. And that's the line in the sand for me. And so uh, it's really discouraging when you have activists trying to make sure that we play along. But finally, I will say this. It's a free market. And if, if, if Anheuser-Busch wants to do that, I think Jack Daniels today uh, jumped on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Fine. They can do it. And then when consumers stop buying their products, they can adjust. I think that's what you'll see. And that's why the free market is a beautiful thing, Bruce, because it allows people to vote with their dollars. Amen to that. And I... Uh... I affirm that, voting with your dollars. Every time I uh, talk about my friends at PatriotSwitch.com, you are a patriot. You are a good friend. You are, a, more importantly, a good man. You stand for the right things. You are one of the last true journalists out there. Uh, your values and why you got into journalism are the values that got me into journalism. you got to continue to stand up for them. I know you will. I appreciate you joining us, and we look forward to you hosting for me in about a week and a half. Have a wonderful Easter, Jack. Yeah, have a blessed Easter, Bruce. Thanks again. Jack Windsor, theohiopressnetwork.com. By the way, some other options for you if you're looking for uh, Christian education, uh, Ohio Christian University. We have uh, discounted tuition there, $5,000 off tuition. You can purchase that for $2,500. And at New Hope Christian School, uh, a 9 through 12 tuition, half price. 
for 34.23 and you can find that uh, both in the discount shopping club at 989theanswer.com or theanswerdayton.com. Appreciate Jack Windsor coming on the show. We were talking about the um, trying to think of the right word. The groveling of um, popular culture to Dylan Mulvaney. And the reason you say, how did this Dylan Mulvaney character captivate so many companies in just one year as a fake woman? Uh, Because Dylan Mulvaney presents a caricatured, comedic picture of a woman. Um, I've known a lot of women in my life. None of them have approximated the uh, inanity of Dylan Mulvaney portraying himself as a woman. But Bud Light has been woke for a long time. You didn't know Bud Light has long been a supporter of uh, GLAD and the human rights campaign. You didn't know they were giving a portion of their sales in the past to the LGBTQ agenda. It's been out there, but not as in your face as it is now when they put Dylan Mulvaney on a beer can. Now, you can't buy Bud Light with Dylan Mulvaney's picture on it at the grocery store, Um, first of all, because you'd likely get laughed out of the place. Second of all, they don't make Bud Light that they're selling in stores because I think they know it wouldn't sell. Uh, Kid Rock, (laughs) not a fan of the Bud Light groveling to Dylan Mulvaney. Kid Rock took to uh, one of the social media platforms shooting cartons of Bud Light with uh, some, shall we say, spicy narration of same. But now Nike has employed Dylan Mulvaney as an influencer and as an Instagram modeler of sports bras and women's workout wear. Women's workout wear, which I find to be an attack on actual women. I mean... I have covered sports for a big portion of my professional career. I have known many, many, many accomplished athletic women, hardworking women who, through training, have made themselves into accomplished athletes. I've seen like 15 vomit-inducing seconds of Dylan Mulvaney prancing around in workout wear, and it's just disgusting to watch and I can't imagine why an authentic athletic woman or someone who aspires to be one and works out would be attracted to Nike products through that kind of marketing I find it to be a complete insult to women but the insults to women are all throughout our culture the demonization of women which is weird because the Democratic Party, not too long ago, was trying to curry favor through the believe all women mantra. Remember? During Brett Kavanaugh's hearings, it was really an inquisition more than a hearing. It was believe all women. Every woman must be believed. No matter what they say, no matter how unsubstantiated their allegations are. Believe all women. Uh, Well, in Oregon, uh, they are not believing all women. 
Let me share with you the story of an Oregon mom, an Oregon widow, who has five children of her own. Her husband died in a car accident in 2017. Her name is Jessica Bates. She lives in Oregon. She is a Christian mom. And she felt like her faith was compelling her to adopt a child from the Oregon foster care system. And so she went through the proper channels and petitioned, applied, sought to become a foster mom. And she was turned down. Why was she turned down? She turned down because they found out she had uh, insufficient income to pay for another child. No. She turned down because she has, I don't know, some kind of an addiction that would make her a risk as a foster mom. No. She was turned down because... Her Christian faith kept her from affirming in writing that she would, and I quote, respect, accept, and support the sexual orientation or gender identity and gender expression of an adopted child. So they wanted her to certify up front that if she adopted, not not took in as a foster child, adopted, committed, a lifelong commitment. She has five kids of her own. She's a widow. If she adopted and gave a child who does not have a parent, a parent, she's deemed by the Oregon foster care system to be an unfit parent if she cannot and will not certify up front that should that child decide that oh, I don't feel like the sex I was born. I want to be the opposite sex that I was born. Or I want to be non-binary, or I want to be queer, or I want to be whatever. And she didn't say she wouldn't keep being their mom. She didn't say she'd kick them out of the home. She just said, I can't affirm them in that. Uh, But what they said they must have from her in order to be a foster mom, was, quote, an LGBTQ affirming environment. They wanted her to use LGBTQ affirming language and attend LGBTQ community events, all in order to prove her, presumably, LGBTQ-aligned bona fides in order to jump over the last hurdle to become a foster parent. She said no. She said, I don't know how many children there are out there under the age of nine who fall into this category. It's kind of crazy that society wants to get kids thinking about this stuff at such young ages. I think we should let them keep their innocence. So to me, this really shouldn't even be an issue. Uh, She has filed a lawsuit against the state of Oregon, and I sure hope she wins it. But in that state... I wouldn't give her any better chance of winning that than 50-50. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.